Welcome to the Living in Sunshine podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Maddie, and I am so excited to have you tuning in to our weekly podcast episodes where we chat all the things from tips and tricks to funny stories from my life that have helped me to truly live in the sunshine. In this space, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and giving you the tough love that you need to hear sometimes to realize that you are totally made for more than what you currently have in life and that you hold the power to make the changes that you need to level up and live your best self. So buckle up, grab some water, and let's get into it. Happy, happy Wednesday, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so pumped to be chatting about today's topic because I think it's something that so many women struggle with, but so many women don't talk about. I personally feel like this topic is almost too taboo because when one woman brings it up, it incites another woman to feel the same. Maybe that's just me or maybe you agree with me, but either way, we are going to be talking about body image and how I healed my relationship with my body. Now, I feel like I need to give a little bit of a disclaimer here for anyone who needs to hear it. If you are personally triggered by discussions around body, body image, body dysmorphia, health and fitness, or anything of the like, I am going to tell you that this episode is not for you. I am not here to make anyone feel uncomfortable or revert back to any unhealthy ways of living. I am also not a professional when it comes to mental health in relationship to your body. I am here to share my story and if me sharing it is going to make you uncomfortable, I honor your decision to skip over today's episode. Come back next Wednesday for a new one. I promise it's okay if this isn't for you. All right, now we can hop into today's episode. So I wanted to sort of take time in this episode and take time to discuss this topic as we head into summertime, where you are probably going to be seeing a lot of get fit for summer or lose the winter weight promos all over the place. And girl, if those cut you to the core like they used to do to me, I feel you. I personally hate these types of marketing ploys because they tap into the guilt factor around gaining weight and really play into the negative feelings that people have around their bodies. This just feels gross to me and really disingenuous, and I'm not here for it. I wanted to sort of take time to share my story with you now. That way it hopefully helps you get through this season if you are someone who struggles with this like I used to. Growing up, I was always the fat friend. I know that sounds really harsh, but those are the honest words I would use towards myself. Other words I would use are ugly, less than, gross, dirty, but I'm not really sure where this stems from, but it was a deep rooted hatred towards myself and the way that I looked for the better part of my life. And you guys, I'm only 26. The earliest I can think back is fourth grade and just not feeling as pretty as the other girls in my class. Now it could have to do with the fact that I developed way before my peers. I got my period on my 11th birthday for the first time, and I was also a year older than everyone else. So naturally, my body was larger than the people I ran around with. Not only that, but I came from a really unhealthy family. Think instant mac and cheese for lunch and more fast food than your average family for dinner. Health and exercise just wasn't something that my family prioritized growing up, and obesity was a long-standing issue in my family. And we only started to address it because I finally decided to take control of my health and change some things. Now, I am adding in another trigger warning in this episode because I am about to share my past struggles with eating, disordered eating, and exercise abuse. If you are currently struggling with these things, 
please press pause and do what's right for you and your mental health and your mental safety. I am not here to make anyone feel bad or guilty, but I also want to make sure that you are honoring your current situation and you are doing what's best for you. So again, we're about to touch on some really sensitive, tough subjects. And if you can't personally handle that, I am giving you the space now to leave, pause, and come back next week for a new episode. When I say I decided to take control, what I really mean is I decided to start to meticulously count every single calorie I was consuming in a spiral-bound notebook. I remember carrying this thing around in my backpack all day, every day at school, but since I was too embarrassed to write in it at the lunch table, I would stash the wrappers from like the ranch packets and the ketchup packets in my backpack and fill in my journal during my open period or in the bathroom away from my friends because I didn't want them to know what I was doing. But it wasn't just a journal. I also had that My Fitness Pal or the Lose It app, whatever the little orange scale one was. I would log every single thing that I ate that day and every part of physical exercise that I did into that app. Since that app also told you how many calories you needed to burn in order to lose weight, I would do whatever it took to get to that number to know that I was burning fat and losing weight. You guys, this counting, this calorie counting and this tracking became an obsession. I literally would not eat. I would not eat a full meal. I would not eat certain foods because they were not in line with my quote unquote calorie bracket for the day. I literally was in eighth grade and not eating more than 1200 calories because my lose it app, because my, my fitness pal app was telling me that I was overweight and I needed to lose weight in eighth grade. Okay. It became a huge problem. And on top of that, once I started to build up the stamina to go running, I would go and run miles and miles and miles after school and on the weekends to quote, burn off and make up for the food I had eaten that day or that week. I did this for at least a year. I would binge eat, feel guilty about it, make myself feel like crap, and then go for a run until I had felt like I had deserved a break. As I'm sure you can imagine, this caused a lot of trauma to my mental health and the relationship that I had with my body and honestly, my overall health. Sure, I was losing weight and I was getting compliments on how good I looked, but I was miserable inside. I look back at some of the photos from this time in my life and think, dang, I look so thin. And then I remember, oh yeah, I just wasn't eating that week. And it wasn't just physical abuse I was doing to my own body. It was mental abuse too. I would constantly, every day, go on Pinterest and search things like skinny models or weight loss tricks. And I literally had a board called Thinspiration that I would save these photos, these images, these quotes to in Pinterest. I would follow people like Kayla Insteins or however you say her last name and save her photos on Instagram and look at them to compare my body to hers. And don't get me wrong, Kayla is a beautiful, strong woman, but I was using her body as a weapon against my own. My friends, there is a line between inspiration and obsession, and I was way past the inspiration at this point. I really struggled with all of this, disordered eating, exercise abuse, binge eating, literally all of the things, for close to five years, well into college, until I just fell into the rut of trying to go to the gym, saying screw this, doing whatever I wanted, and then feeling bad about it when I put on weight. 
if I had to pinpoint an age where I started to really work on being healthy, I would say it's around maybe 13, 14 years old. And I don't think that I really got it together until I was close to 25. But between then and now, I have completely changed my mindset and my relationship with my body. But the question is then going to become, what did I do to heal my relationship for my body and get from the point of starving myself and making myself feel guilty and punishing myself for enjoying life to being who I am now where I can enjoy yummy, delicious food and also know that my whole life isn't going to end if I have pizza for dinner one night. The first thing that I did to sort of start to heal my relationship with my body is I cut counting the calories. I threw away the spiral bound notebook. I deleted all of the tracking apps. Doing this was one of the biggest things that I did to become my own best advocate. I saw that my tracking, I saw that me counting and keeping track of all of that was really creating a complex in my brain around how I saw food and how I saw my weight in relation to my own self-worth. So cutting the calorie counting and cutting out using those trackers was step number one. Step number two came from unfollowing and deleting all of those thinspiration pictures from my Pinterest boards and my Instagram app. I deleted my get thin folder on my phone and I stopped allowing myself to go to someone's page just to degrade myself and my body based off of how it looks in comparison to that other woman. Yes, this took discipline. And yes, this is something that I sometimes failed at. Breaking harmful habits, you guys, isn't easy, but it was the necessary steps that I took and that I needed to take in order to start my own personal healing journey. Something else I started doing was being super aware of myself and how I was talking to myself and treating myself. If I was standing in front of a mirror and pinching and pulling at my stomach or my legs or my butt or whatever, I would and still do verbally out loud say, stop that. You do not need to do that to yourself. If I found myself looking too closely at my face in the mirror, I would end my time there by saying, you are beautiful, you know this, now walk away. Sometimes it takes saying these things to yourself to trick yourself into believing that it's true. Sometimes it's going to feel like you are being silly or saying things that are untrue, but eventually you will start to see them as the truth. This is what I needed to do for myself. I needed to speak verbally out loud into the universe that I see myself as beautiful. And after doing that over time, I started to understand that I really am beautiful, right? We need to stop tearing ourselves apart when we look in the mirror. We need to start to believe and tell ourselves that we are as beautiful as we inherently know that we are. Healing my relationship with my body also took me getting really brave and calling out my family members for the words that they used and how they made me feel. I love my grandpa. He is my most favorite person in my whole family, but homeboy does not have a filter in the words that he uses to speak about people sometimes. When he would say things like, you know, you really shouldn't eat all those donuts. They're going to make you feel fat. That would make me feel really terrible. So it took me getting brave and responding with a firm but polite Grandpa, I appreciate your concern for me, but that isn't true and I don't like it when you speak to me like that. All I had to do was say that to him and he understood and he got that that wasn't helpful for me. Sometimes you guys, your current issues aren't entirely your fault, but they are the faults brought on by the people in your life. If this is the case, you are probably going to have to get a little bit brave too, my friend. It doesn't take a lot to damage the relationship that you have with your body, but it sure does take a lot of hard work to fix it. 
I know that personally. I know friends who have dealt with the same thing. Now, almost 11 years after I first started focusing on my, on my health, I still struggle. Even though I have found a community that I'm obsessed with, workouts that get me excited, and products that keep me on track, I still struggle with this stuff. Maintaining a healthy relationship with yourself and your body is no different than maintaining a healthy relationship with another human. It takes hard work, consistency, and open communication and commitment to improve that relationship. If you are currently struggling, know that it gets better. Know that you can get yourself through it and know that it's okay to ask for help if you need it. You don't have to do it alone if you feel like you are permanently stuck. It's okay to ask for help. I believe in you, my friend, truly and wholeheartedly. I know you can start to heal the relationship that you have with yourself and your body just like I did. I am sending you so much strength and love and encouragement as you embark on this journey. It's never going to end. And even when you think it has, you might still fall down again. That's okay. Just stand back up and keep going. I am in your corner every single step of the way. You do not have to be stuck. You do not have to constantly hate the way that you look or feel uncomfortable in your skin. You just need to be willing to grow, ask for help if you need it, and know that you are a beautiful person no matter what your brain is making you think. And that is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope my story has given you a little bit of hope for your own story, and I hope that you heard my heart on this. Body image and true self-love is something that so many women struggle with, and I know that this is something that I still struggle with from time to time too. We don't have to be stuck there forever, and we deserve to love ourselves exactly where we are at. If any part of this episode touched you, I would love to hear about it over on Instagram. Make sure you take a screenshot and tag me so I can see what you loved and share it with my people too. Until next time, I am sending you a great big hug, a whole lot of sunshine, good vibes, and I hope you make it a great day. That is all I have for you today, my dudes, and I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would seriously appreciate it if you took a few moments to go and leave the podcast a rating over on Apple Podcasts. For every review that you leave, it seriously does help this podcast grow and it helps me reach more women just like you. If you had any major takeaways or aha moments while listening, I would love it if you also shared that on your social medias via Instagram or Facebook. Drop a screenshot of today's episode, put your little takeaway, and then make sure you tag me at Living in Sunshine so I can reshare your aha moments with my people as well. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And until next week, I am sending you all the sunshine, good vibes, and I hope you make it a great day.